0: John
1: and Ben and
0: welcome to Santa by the minute the podcast where Ben and I talk about 1985 Santa Claus the movie
1: one minute at a time
0: and Ben what minute are we on this week
1: 33
0: I had to check my hourglass to see what minute we were on this week (laughs) because this movie loves montages and we are It does. and there is going to be a lot to unpack in these next few minutes and we're going to learn a lot on the way again are you ready are you excited
1: I'm ready. I'm super excited.
0: I don't think I have anything to cover at the top of the show. I don't think much has changed in the world of Santa Claus the movie since last week. Okay. So the minute begins where we left off last week with Donner moaning in fear as he looks down. Mm-hmm. Now this is supposed to be like a cute, cartoonish type joke. He looks down, like his eyes are about to bug out. The soundtrack even like reminds me of, like a Roadrunner cartoon where Wile E. Coyote looks down and he goes and you know, as he sees has double vision. <laughs> When he realizes how high up he is.
1: Yes. Yep.
0: And then he covers his eye with his little ear.
1: It's so sad.
0: So Donner is scared out of his wits. And Santa is just taking it all in stride. It's like,
1: ha, ha, ha. (laughs) Well, so, yes. Feel sorry for Donner. I know, but I, I I got this. Okay, okay. So... Claus, seeing Donner's obvious distress, called out, "'Come on, Donner, forward ho!' "'Nothing to worry about,' he said reassuringly. "'It's only flying,' he shook his head as the words registered in his brain. "'It's only flying. What am I saying?' he cried, clutching his hat. With a mittened hand, he laughed again, this time in disbelief. Donner opened his eyes and took a deep breath, finding the courage to continue, reassured, by the sound of a familiar voice and by the fact that he was not the only one astonished to find himself in this position so there's a lot to unpack in that five seconds (laughs) which he doesn't do in the movie you know santa doesn't do all of that in the movie
0: so like i said it's not it doesn't appear to be phasing santa at all he doesn't he, d- he does, like, a little, what am I saying? But it's not really, like, a scare, like, what am I saying?
1: Right. <laughs> right.
0: Oh, come on, Donner. There's nothing to worry about. It's only flying. <laughs> it's only flying. What am I saying? Flying? <laughs> so speaking of flying, that's my segue into this kind of, sort of, related piece of trivia that i have okay about flying and santa claus the movie in the september 23rd 1985 issue of daily variety it was reported that santa claus the movie would be screened on airlines the day and date of its december 1985 release date the picture was set to premiere with 1100 prints on thanksgiving day 1985 with an additional 500 prints prepared for the December 20th, 1985, wide release. Obviously that was changed, but can you imagine if they only opened up Santa Claus movie-wide release on December 20th?
1: That's crazy. Who goes to the movie five days before Christmas?
0: But there's a follow-up to that piece of trivia, because what they wanted to do was release it to airlines the same day as it was released to theaters. Mm -hmm. However... Just a few weeks later, in the October 1st, 1985 Daily Variety, they announced that plans to release the picture on domestic airlines had been canceled due to exhibitor protest. So it, that's sort of like what's going on now in the movie industry with, you know, we want to release it in theaters and streaming at the same time, but mm-hmm. the exhibitors are like, oh, no, you don't.
1: Right. Right.
0: So that, I found it interesting that it kind of parallels what's going on now. But it was like, oh, you better not release Santa Claus on those airlines.
1: Mm-hmm. No one's going to come to the
0: movie theater. Yeah.
1: Well. Yeah. Let's go buy a five hundred dollar plane ticket to go see Santa Claus the movie instead of a two dollar ticket down on the ground. I don't think that I don't think that the uh, competition would really be there back in 1985 for Santa Claus the movie.
0: And this was 1985. This wasn't. every seat had a little entertainment center built in on the airplane yeah look at a little tv screen they pop in the vhs tape
1: yeah and like only the first half of the plane would have been able to see it
0: (laughs) and then in the october 19th 1985 la times it was announced that the movie would hold a new york premiere on november 20th 1985 with a national release of november 27th 1985 so there you go that's the release date that we all are familiar with that Thanksgiving weekend of 1985 which
1: makes a lot more sense you know as to when you would release a Christmas movie
0: I'm gonna have to see if I can find more about that premiere on November 20th 1985 see if there are any stories about that
1: or pictures
0: so then Santa says bank to the right now you're gonna you're gonna have to re-listen to this no, mm-hmm. you know, all these years I just assumed in my head when I first was t- uh, taking notes, you know, I was surprised when it was, didn't sound what what I always thought it was. I thought the next thing Santa says was, dash away, you know, like in the poem, The Night Before mm-hmm. Christmas, where he goes, dash away, dash away, dash away all. Mm-hmm. But I go, it doesn't really sound like he's saying dash away. What do you think he's saying? I do okay. have what the official transcript says he's saying.
1: Okay, hold on. Oh oh alright boys! Bank to the right! Ready? That's the way I think he is saying Uh Alright boys, bank to the bank to the right. Ready? That's the way
0: Yep, that's exactly what the official transcript says. <laughs> I think the disconnect was, you know. Being so familiar with the poem. right? Like, oh, of course that's what Santa's saying in this scene. It does kind of
1: sound like Dashaway. Because he's kind of muffled when he's saying it. So, I can hear it. But I'm pretty sure he said, that's the way.
0: The official transcript and captioning agree with you. They say, Santa is saying, that's the way.
1: Mm -hmm. And then... Then they go... Sorry. (laughs)
0: It's okay. Then they go off into the night... With a trail of stardust behind them. And, of course, it's the miniature sleigh and reindeer that we talked about at length last week. Right. But you have a little bit more from back at the elf workshop.
1: Yeah, I just have a smidge a bit more. Um, so, Claus, in the book, he says, All right. Bank to the right. Ready? And then he pulled back on the reins, and he felt the team respond beautifully. All his training had certainly paid off, and he appreciated at last how good a teacher Dooley had been. The sleigh banked to the right and soared higher still until it seemed to him that he could reach out to catch a star from the crystalline bowl of the sky and tuck it into his pocket. "'That's it,' Dooley said, turning away from his telescope to make his report at last." Picture perfect, he smiled, still seeming to hear the joyful echo of Santa Claus's laughter filling the night. And then we go into the montage in the movie, and I have a little bit from the book, but I will wait till after we cover the montage to cover what's in the book.
0: Yeah, everybody better buckle in, because we are going to be covering a lot of ground here for the next few weeks. (laughs) So we are officially heading into montage time. Montage, that's hard to say, montage time. <laughs> so we are officially heading into montage time. We see an hourglass to indicate the passage of time, and we begin to hear Hark the Herald Angels sing on the soundtrack. I don't know about you. I don't know if this is too much of a deep cut reference, but I always kind of think of the intro to the soap opera Days of Our Lives when I see this. Hourglass. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. In space. Yes. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. If I say soap yep. opera that's run for about eighty-seven years in the U.S., there are With literally the like thirteen thousand episodes, <laughs> and it's still on the air to this day.
1: With <laughs> like the same actors and actresses they don't
0: age now i have spent way too much time my (laughs) eyes have been popping out of my head i have blown up the hourglass many a time i have referred to the high definition copy and i have tried my best to decipher when the hourglass begins when we first see this hourglass it took me a while to realize we're seeing the back side
1: yes, of the hourglass.
0: All the century text that we mm-hmm. see is reversed. Yep. I couldn't decipher the earliest date when Santa's first flight was, what we just witnessed. Mm-hmm. Um, I can only approximate that it was the 10th century because the first date that we see in just a moment is the... 13th century heading into the 14th century so you would think that the sand started maybe at the 10th century
1: yeah and in the there aren't that many little um marks before century at the very beginning you know so it can't be too far in because it you know it's only a symbol or two so
0: are you ready for more christmas carol trivia i'm ready the origins of hark the herald angels sing It's a traditional Christmas carol that first appeared in 1739 in a collection of hymns and sacred poems with lyrical contributions from Charles Wesley and George Whitefield and a melody by Felix Mendelssohn. Now, the lyrics or the poem existed before the melody. The melody was composed by Mendelssohn in 1840, 100 years after that first publication of the poem. The lyrics and melody were adapted into English by musician William H. Cummings into the carol we all know today.
1: hmm Interesting.
0: So the screen then cross-dissolves to sand, building up past the 13th century to the 14th century. The sleigh zooms by again, and we see images of happy children playing with toys. We see a boy with a wooden soldier, a girl with a doll, And a boy with what, at first glance, I thought was a wooden (laughs) bird, until Ben pointed out that it was actually a wooden windmill, which I totally see now. Yeah. But Ben could also see how I thought it was a bird at first glance, especially on the copy that I'm going off of. And the music on the soundtrack changes again to the 12 Days of Christmas. Yeah now there there is a long history that i'm not going to get into we could break down every day of the 12 days of christmas doesn't the, a 12 days podcast.
1: Of, doesn't the 12 days of christmas song start when they when you see the kids with the with the toys
0: that is correct okay mm-hmm.
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah that is correct the 12 days of christmas does start then the song was first published here we go buckle up <laughs> so the 12 days of christmas the song was first published in england in 1780 Without music as a chant or a rhyme, the tune now associated with it was derived from a 1909 arrangement of a traditional folk melody by English composer Frederick Austin, who also introduced the prolongation of the ver- the verse, five gold r- five gold rings. So that dates back to 1909. That part.
1: There wasn't a lot of music before, like, 1700, huh? All, the, all these songs are all after, like, 1700.
0: It's also interesting how, like, a lot of these carols just, like, evolved over time. Like, oh, well, let's take this non-related song yeah. and stick it with these lyrics.
1: <laughs> and voila, Christmas.
0: Christmas Carol. (laughs) Public domain Christmas Carol. We don't have to license any of these for the movie. Yeah, there is not a single copyrighted Christmas song in this movie. And they're all crammed into this montage. Henry Mancini was like, I'm just going to blow through them all
1: right now. Mm -hmm. Use them up.
0: The sleigh flies through the night sky again. There's a close-up on Santa as he says.
1: Come on, boys. That's my good boy.
0: there's another cross dissolve and we see the beginnings of kids writing letters to santa we see an old man and a boy by a fireplace with a man who's writing a letter the kid is like dictating this letter to this old man
1: mm-hmm. who was
0: wearing like a robe like a monk because i think yep. you know back in the olden days mm-hmm. you know there would be like only a certain number in the village who could read and write right so he is writing down what this kid wants for christmas to mail to Santa. There's another cross dissolved to a boy sitting outside of a cart or a carriage of a traveling theatrical troupe. There's a man sitting playing either a guitar or... A, uh, hang on, I've actually determined this. There is a man sitting playing a mandolin. We see various props and masks and a trunk on the cart. And the man is wearing a very colorful outfit. We get a nice look in just a couple more seconds of his very colorful leggings.
1: Mm-hmm. They are nice. I want some.
0: So there's also a clothesline on the right-hand side of the screen with a woman either putting up or taking down laundry but it's obscured because on the screen it's dissolving in is the letter that the boy who's sitting on the steps of this carriage is Mm -hmm. writing to santa and i have transcribed the letter right here you say it's also in the book but i'm going to see how much it matches up this is what the on-screen letter reads it says dear santa my father makes music with a guitar My uncle makes music with a mandolin. So since the uncle is the one making music with a mandolin, that has to be his uncle sitting next to him on the steps of the carriage. There you know. Now you know the backstory of who's related to who in this, like, five-second scene. (laughs) Back to the letter. But I can't play anything. Could you send me a box with music in it? Then everybody would see I, too, can bring songs to the...
1: Caravan.
0: I don't think it's caravan.
1: It is caravan.
0: Not not on screen, it's not.
1: (laughs) In the book it is.
0: (laughs) We only see the letter C-O, and then you can see the kid writing the letter M. So I can only assume it was either company, you know, like a theatrical company, Mm -hmm. or camp, but he misspelled it with an O instead of an A.
1: Oh, yep. It probably is company because a company in a caravan, like a a stage company or a tour group company. So he's probably writing company. But in the book, it is caravan. But there's also in the book, my father makes music with a guitar and my uncle with a fiddle. But I can't play anything.
0: Oh, interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe they didn't have a fiddle on the set. It's like, uncle, you're playing with a mandolin now.
1: There's one other letter after that, right? Can you read it?
0: Yes, there is. Yeah, we do get a closer shot of the boy writing his letter to Santa. We don't, I don't think we ever find out if he got his music box or not. So for a couple seconds, we see a clear shot of the kid writing his letter. We also get a nice clear shot of those sparkling leggings. He'd fit right in uh, the North Pole, I think.
1: <laughs>
0: and then another letter from, I assume, another kid mm-hmm. zooms in. But it could be the same kid, because listen to what it says. It says dear santa i hope you and the reindeer are well thank you so much for last year's present now for this year's do it kind of cuts off at the bottom of the screen i think it, it looks says very do unclear. you think
1: i could get but and i don't then, know what it is
0: yeah there's a lot of like splattered ink and scribbles yeah. like on the bottom too yeah when it first fades in And that is what our minute ends on. I have to also make a note. There is no patch in this minute. No patch. Santa Claus is present, but patch is nowhere to be seen on screen in this minute. So do you think that letter was from the same kid or not?
1: I don't know if it was the same kid or not. Uh, I do have from the book. um...
0: The handwriting does look very similar. Now that, now, that, now that I'm watching, them back back-to-back.
1: <laughs> yeah. It could be the same, um, because, so let me just, uh, let me just read this real quick. The calendar on Dooley's wall said that it was already the 14th century in the world where he had once lived. The letter had been scrawled on a sheet of dried sheepskin by a resourceful boy who had apparently used the glowing tip of a stick from the fireplace- dear santa claus it read i would like a ball and cup toy i would be most happy if the ball could be blue and the cup yellow and claus smiled nodding handing the letter back to Dooley, who slipped it into his new out basket santa claus had instructed that all special requests be filled if possible because of the extra effort the children had made to write to him Now this part is actually, in my book, is part of 34, but I think it kind of goes with this one the way the minutes run together. As more years passed, every Christmas season brought more special toy requests for Santa. Over the years, the requests changed and changed again along with the lives and imaginations of the children until sometimes even the elves were hard-pressed to fill their special requests And that's when, in the book, it goes into this kid's request for a box with music in it. And um, basically, uh, Santa had to have Patch come up with an idea for this toy, for this boy, because the elves didn't know what to make for him. And Patch designed, very quickly, a hand-crank music box that the kid could crank, and it would ma- play music. So that's what the child gets for Christmas from Santa Claus, designed by Patch, where Patch is asked to design toys for the kids that the elves don't already know how to make.
0: This is why I love doing this with you. <laughs> yeah, since we're heading in like the previous montage, where you called it the wibbly-wobbly timeline.
1: Yes. Yeah. I think
0: that's what we're getting here, too, where it's like, we I have all this stuff, we just need to yeah mush it together to get to get through the years to get through the centuries
1: so santa says that um uh, santa claus traveled in that one night so this is remember uh in the book this is still the first night he hasn't moved on yet according to the book um i'm kind of going backwards a little bit santa claus traveled in that one night far beyond any lands he had ever known to places he had heard of only in legends and stories and farther yet And he left a gift everywhere for each child whose home he saw. His bag of toys never grew empty, and his reindeer never grew weary, and neither did he. Even though the night seemed endless, the journey seemed to be over almost before it began. And as he finished his circuit of the world that the elves knew, the reindeer headed northward once more with the light of a new dawn trailing behind them. And then after that, the weeks, months, and years passed with a magical rhythm that made them seem scarcely longer than days. So a year for him felt like a day for a normal person. It's a lot of stuff in one day, huh?
0: That is a very busy day.
1: <laughs> yes. But it also says in the book that as the years passed, Claus, Anya, the elves, and the reindeer, none of them aged a day. So as far as the comic book goes, there's also kind of like a montage feel for a page or two in there as well, but it goes back and forth between like three different movie minutes. So <laughs> so it kind of goes all over the place, but it does include a couple of things that are not in the movie but are in the movie. So just the kids playing with their toys that they received from Santa.
0: I know Gino Schwartz, uh, the director, said on the commentary how this was supposed to go on much longer. Mm -hmm. And I imagine, like, oh, this is the kid who wrote the first letter. And this is how Santa started doing this and that. And moments like this in the movie, these montages, like that last one, it's like, man, I wish they would have just spread it out a bit more and didn't rush through it so quick.
1: Yeah, it would have really been nice to have just one like origin story of Santa Claus, you know, where all of these things were created. And you could see a little bit more of the kids enjoying their gifts and like kind of showing more of the quality of gifts that they're used to getting from Santa, you know, that kind of help play up um, what happens later on in the movie and that kind of thing. But I also understand they have to cut things. They can't make a five hour long movie, you know well i mean they could that- stephen king does it all the time they could i was gonna say in
0: 1995 thing. they didn't have <laughs> netflix where they could have like a six hour <laughs> limited series about right. santa claus
1: they should redo it reboot
0: so that brings us to the end of minute number 33 we have covered a lot of ground just like santa did in the movie yes you know, that was a like a couple 300 years i want to say <laughs> it
1: was a long in that time. minute <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: So, Ben, where can everybody find us on social media?
1: We are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Santa Minute. And you can also email us at santa minute at gmail.com.
0: And Ben and I post a brand new episode each and every Wednesday. And as always, you can listen to any of those episodes.
1: For free!